I've been stacking up the years I spent trading punches with the enemy. Ooh, built myself a double thick stone tower, lies higher than the eye can see. Trapped in my flesh and bone, crying out to you. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. And today we're going to look at 1 Kings chapter 17. And we're going to look at this chapter. And not only are we going to look at the chapter, but we're going to look at one of the prevailing themes that is very applicable to our lives today. So we're going to start the reading of 1 Kings chapter 17, with of course, verse 1. And it says, Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Galeed, said to Ahab, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years, except at my word. Verse two, then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, leave here, turn eastward and hide in the Kerith ravine east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kareth Ravine, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and the bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. Verse 7. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon, and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called her and asked, Would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called, And bring me, please, a piece of bread. Verse 12, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat and die, that we may eat and die. Elijah said to her, do not be afraid, go home and do as you have said, but first make me a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me and then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day of the Lord sends rain on the land. She went away and did as Elijah told her. She went away and did as Elijah told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry. In keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Verse 17. Sometime later, the son of the woman who owned the house became ill. He grew worse and worse and finally stopped breathing. She said to Elijah, what do you have against me, man of God? Did you come here to remind me of my sin and kill my son? Give me your son, Elijah replied. 
he took him from her arms, carried him to the upper room where he was staying and laid him on his bed. Then he cried out to the Lord, Lord, my God, have you brought tragedy even on this widow I am staying with by causing her son to die? Then he stretched himself on the boy three times and cried out to the Lord, Lord, my God, let this boy's life return to him. The Lord heard Elijah's cry and the boy's life returned to him and he lived. Elijah picked up the child and carried him down from the room into the house. He gave him to his mother and said, look, your son is alive. Then the woman said to Elijah, now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is the truth. Amen. So when we first see Elijah, we see him engaging with King Ahab. He is not introduced to us as a prophet by the title, but we see it in the declaration Elijah gives to the king. He has an aloneness, uh, has a presence, and is giving guidance to the king of Israel, which clues us in to the relevance that Elijah held. Now, at the beginning of this chapter, we have been given a foreshadowing. We have been given a trending theme. In verse 1, it states, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. There will be a lack of. There will be moments of drought, moments of depletion, moments of need, and they, they will only be provisioned when the Lord allows. Throughout the chapter, we see the lack of theme and then God's provision. But what precedes the provision is God's direction. So I'm going to say that one more time. Throughout the chapter, we see the lack of theme or a sense of scarcity. And then we see God's provision. But what precedes the provision is God's direction. Elijah speaks with Ahab and provides direction, direction that was given by God provides insight as to what will happen and when the provision will take place. Elijah is given direction to the ravine and then the provision. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, leave here, turn eastward and hide in the Kareth ravine east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook and I have directed, I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. When the book brook dried up, God gave Elijah direction as to where the provision would be. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed, I have directed, I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. Elijah didn't know the name of the widow. He didn't know what she looked like, what the family she was connected to, whether she was tall, small, whether she lived in the middle town or whatever. God said to stay in Sidon and there is a widow God has directed to provide food. And Elijah went, he went. And again, once he meets the widow, 
There was a lack of, there was an absence of in her circumstance. There was an absence in her circumstance. She had lost her husband. The Bible doesn't say how or where. And there was a lack of providence because her family was on their very last. But yet they both followed God's direction, which led to a sustained abundance or provision within a scarce situation. God turns scarcity into substance. God turns scarcity into substance. For the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Finally, we see the loss of life, the loss, the absence of life by the son of the widow. And where life was taken... Where there was an absence, God provided life to the young child in hearing the prayers of Elijah. Not just in 2020, but especially highlighted in 2020, there has been an absence of many things. People losing lives, absence of order, absence of jobs, absence of finances, absence of justice, absence of health, absence of education in areas of the world. But will you walk with God and allow him to point you to the way of provision. We experienced many multiple tragedies at MTM from family members to the death of Ricardo, who was one of our pastors, to other things that will go unnamed. But God also gave us much provision in the year of 2020 as well that didn't just bless our immediate families, but families and people that were outside of us, that were connected to us, are people that we didn't even necessarily know. We followed God's divine direction. We followed God's direction and he gave us provision of things that we didn't even know were forecasted. Are you following God's direction or are you following your circumstance? Are you following your emotions or your own self-knowledge? And here's the real kicker of today's message. It takes serious faith to lean on God's direction and not to lean to everything that is playing out in your mind and in your emotions. It took faith to give word to King Ahab. It took faith to turn eastward to head to the ravine God had for Elijah. It took faith to travel to Sidon to meet a widow Elijah didn't know. It took faith to pray for a dying child. There is a subtle yet huge separator from Elijah and the widow. When the widow's son became sick and stopped breathing, the widow attacked Elijah, blamed herself, but never looked to pray and lean on God in this circumstance, despite the miracle of providing food for her family that just happened. Elijah, even in his his not understanding the full situation, gave it over to God. Has your faith taken a back seat to what you are going through? Have your giant circumstances become bigger than God who has created all things? It wasn't until the miracle of her son being saved from death that her faith was established and Elijah's righteousness with God. Miracles can magnify God, but God should be magnified and all that we do every day. In this way, we understand we 
are already in place of obedience and a place of faith to recognize and hear his direction for the providence he has already planned for our lives. Don't miss the promises of God because you are caught up in the panic of the problems that are happening around you. Open your heart to God, have faith, take his direction, and your eyes will be opened to the sustenance, to the substance among the scarcity. I'll catch y'all next time on another Maximize the Moment. Let's get it.